At my lowest point in life, I had no will to live. I was in so much emotional pain that I just wanted the pain to end. I wanted the suffering to stop. I was ashamed of what I had accepted in life and where I was in relationships. I was broken and I was simply surviving in a loveless existence. And I just wanted to be free. And at that time, the only way I thought I could be free is if I was no longer living. And because I was fearful of committing suicide, I just didn't know if it would work. And I didn't know what I would do if it failed and how I would deal with the consequences of it failing. And so I began to ask God to let me die in my sleep every single night right before I went to sleep. And this went on for about a month. Right before I would go to sleep, I would ask God, God, please let me die in my sleep. And every morning by grace, I would wake up. Now, remember the last time I asked God to let me die in my sleep, I had a vivid dream. And in the dream, I saw my oldest daughter. She was about six or seven at the time. She was getting off the school bus, and she was so happy. She had this big smile on her face, and she was running to the front door. And she walks in the house, and she's in the living room, and she's calling out to me, Mommy, I'm home. And she goes in the kitchen, Mommy, and I'm not responding. And I don't even see myself in the dream. And so she runs upstairs, and she goes in my room, Mommy, Mommy. And she goes in the bathroom, and I'm not there. And so it's at this point in the dream that her demeanor changes. She's no longer smiling and she's not as happy as she was. So she walks into her little sister's room and this time she doesn't call out for me. She's just looking. She doesn't see her little sister and she doesn't see me. And so she goes in her room and she calls me one more time, mommy. And I can hear the concern in her voice. And I also didn't respond And I also didn't see myself. And so she sits down on the floor and she's leaning up against her bed and she still has her backpack on her back. And she begins to cry. And that's how the dream ended. And I woke up and I was so shook by the dream because I could really see it happening. It was that vivid. And I began to cry because it was in that moment that I realized the gravity of what I had been asking God to do over the past month. And I also realized that God was showing me, this is what the reality of your child's life will be if I answer your request. And it was in that moment that God asked me, do you want me to answer your request to let you die in your sleep? And I began to cry uncontrollably because as much pain I was in, all I wanted was for the pain to end. And as much as I love my children, I didn't even have the mind to think about them and what my request to die would mean to them and the effect that it would have on their life. Even though they would still have their other parent, their father, I knew that if I was not present, their life would have a huge void in it and it would never be the same. And so I told God no. I do not want you to answer my request to let me die in my sleep. I just want you to make the pain end. And when I cried out to God in that moment, that's when I had clarity. And I knew after doing some deep soul digging that I had to make some decisions that would be life-changing and that would require courage and strength but that God would be with me to help me. And because I didn't have the strength to live for me, I made the decision to live for my children because I loved them that much. I knew I would want to be around. I would want to be alive and I would want to be well so that I could take care of them. And in doing so, I could make the conscious decision to live for me. And it was also in that moment that I knew I needed to heal from the pain of my past so that I could be well. And I knew that I needed to heal from the pain that I was surviving in, in that moment in my life. And I realized I had lost myself 
and simply trying to be everything to everyone else within these broken relationships I was in. And it was in that moment I also knew I needed to find me. Welcome to my solace place. You are in session with Simply Danielle. I am a woman who was once broken, living through the tunnel vision of the pain of my past, and surviving daily through non-productive cycles and unhealthy patterns, until one day I made the conscious decision to heal and to answer the call of purpose on my life, to be a beacon of light and a living demonstration of faith, love, and joy in the world. And I do that through my role as a life coach, a writer, a mentor, a truth sayer, and a lover of God. I serve to help you heal, to inspire, encourage, and uplift you daily along your life's journey through my social media posts, my mentorship programs, my one-on-one life coaching sessions, my blog posts, and now my podcast. So it is my sincere prayer that something I say during this episode ministers to the heart of your spirit and touches your soul in a way that urges you to make a conscious decision to heal from the pain of your past, putting you on the pathway to aligning with your true self and remembering your divine purpose for existence so that you're able to embrace the fullness of who God created you to be in the earth, empowering you to go from simply living day to day and surviving to thriving in the fullness of unconditional love, unspeakable peace, true joy, and abundance in every aspect of your life. I welcome you to my Silas Place. About 10 years ago, I made the conscious decision to begin my healing journey. And that decision came about as a result of me being in a very low and dark place in my life. I was in so much emotional pain. I had no will to live. And it was as a result of me having that dream that I made the conscious decision to live for my children because I loved them that much. And I knew eventually I would gain the confidence, the strength, and the will to live for me. But what I didn't realize was it would take me making a conscious decision to heal. And so once I was aware that's what I needed to do, heal, I began doing my healing work. And as I began to dig deep within my spirit, my emotions, my thoughts, my heart, my soul, my spirit, I became aware of how I got to that low place in my life. And I also became aware of the non-productive cycles and unhealthy patterns I was living through. And I also became aware of why I had no will to live, why I felt powerless within my own life and why I felt like I needed to hide my truth. I didn't tell anybody what I was going through in my life at that time. I had one friend that I would share bits and pieces of different situations that I was experiencing, and that was pretty much it. I had a deep fear of being judged, and because I myself couldn't understand why I was staying in a relationship that was abusive, that wasn't serving the highest good of who I am, that I felt lacked love, period. I didn't want to share the whole of my daily life with anyone. And even though I knew my my friend wouldn't judge me, that's why I would share little things with her, I was still fearful. And I remember after I made the conscious decision to live and I left my marriage and I began doing my healing work, I met with her for lunch one day and we're just having a great time. We're laughing, talking, enjoying our food and reminiscing about different situations and different things that we had done. And she's talking to me about something that was going on on her job. 
And she just stopped in the middle of what she's saying. And she looked at me and she said, you're happy now. I can tell you're happy. And I just looked back at her and, her and I smiled. I didn't respond to her because it was in that moment that I realized she knew I wasn't happy. And I wasn't hiding my unhappiness and my pain as well as I thought I had. And so as I was praying about what the topic of this episode would be, God told me to talk about healing. And I started thinking about why I began my own healing journey. And I came up with five reasons. And so I'll share them with you. Reason number one to heal, to know who you are. Before our conception, our spirits, our minds, our hearts, our emotions, our souls are imbued with everything we need to thrive in life and to fulfill our divine purpose for existence. And so upon our conception and our birth, we have everything we need. We are already enough. And it's not until we begin to go through different experiences in life and just depending on how we process those various experiences, whether we process it as a good experience, whether we process it as a bad experience, traumatic or painful, that determines how we begin to see ourselves in the world around us and even others within the world around us. And so when we process an experience as painful or traumatic, what we do is separate from our true self. Our true self is who God created us to be prior to living through any experiences that we processed as traumatic that caused us to separate from him or her. And the reason we separate from our true self is as a protection mechanism so that we won't get hurt again. And in separating from our true self, we develop different personas. And that's how we begin to survive in life, through these various personas. Your healing journey and the healing work that you do helps you to become aware of the basis of your experiences and why you live through them, why they were presented in your life. Every experience you live through is preparation for your purpose, is preparation for what you ask for, and is preparation for where you are going in life, where God is taking you. So it's through our healing work that we're able to understand if we process a, an experience as traumatic or painful or bad, it helps us to understand why we processed it that way. Why was that our perception? And it also helps us to get to the root of any emotional blockages that have formed as a result. Because anytime you process an experience as traumatic or painful, if you make the decision not to heal it for whatever reason, because you don't know that's what you need to do, or because you feel like the, the experience was too painful and if you took the time to heal it at any moment, that it will alter your life in a way that you could not come back from. So you suppress the experience and in suppressing the pain and the trauma, it, it forms emotional blockages. And these emotional blockages begin in your heart space. And the longer that they are there, they begin to grow roots and these roots spread to the various parts of your being, your spirit, your emotions, your thoughts, and your soul. And they alter who you know yourself to be. And just depending on the basis of the trauma will determine where these roots take residence within the body. So everything starts with a thought within the spirit realm. And it's the same thing within our beings, within our spirit. That's where these emotional blockages develop. And the longer that they are there, the deeper the roots are. And the longer they remain unhealed, the more they begin to affect you adversely. And if they remain in an unhealed state, they begin to harbor feelings of 
malemotion, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, depression, sadness, brokenness. And these malemotions along with these emotional blockages create disease in the body. And disease can create cancers, heart attack, heart disease, high blood pressure, hypertension, arthritis, mental illness, and the list goes on and on and on. When you know who you are, you're able to make the conscious decision to thrive in the fullness of your true self. So your healing journey, the healing work that you do, allows you to begin the process to aligning with your true self. Your true self is void of all fears, emotional blockages, and unhealthy attachments. Your true self is free from the pain of your past because you're making the conscious decision to heal. And once you know who you are, you're able to affirm that over your life daily. And as a result, you see yourself differently. When you look in the mirror, you begin to see yourself as God sees you, completely whole, well, thriving in the fullness of your divine purpose, full of joy, creating, being, and doing whatever it is that your purpose has destined for you to do, thriving in healthy relationships, prospering in every aspect of your life. And when you know who you are, no one has the power to take that from you. When you know who you are, you don't accept just anything from anyone because you remember where you were and you also are conscious of the healing work that you have done to be where you are within your true self. And you make a conscious decision daily to use your healing tools to thrive in life. Knowing who you are does not mean you won't ever have moments that are not favorable for you, that don't create good experiences, but knowing who you are means that you are using your divine power for your highest good. And no matter what the situation is, no matter what the basis of the situation is that you are faced with, you are able to find something within the situation to be grateful for. And in being grateful, you are honing your peace and you're thriving from that space. Reason number two, to be open to receive unconditional love freely and to give unconditional love freely. As I was sharing with the emotional blockages that begin in the heart, when your heart is full of emotional blockages, it hardens and it blocks its ability to receive unconditional love and also to give unconditional love freely. The foundation of every relationship is unconditional love. And when that foundation is broken, that's when fear enters. So if your relationship with yourself is broken, it's no longer thriving from a space of unconditional love. It's surviving through fear-filled attachments. And until you make the conscious decision to do the healing work to uproot those emotional blockages by first being aware that they are there, you will continue to survive in these cycles and non-productive patterns that are not serving you but feel familiar because that's what you absorb during childhood, even though you're beginning to realize that these really are not serving me. When you're surviving in a fear-based existence, you feel unfulfilled and you begin to go outside of yourself to be fulfilled. And in doing so, you create a cycle of unfulfillment that leads to addictions and habits that just not, are not serving you. 
There's a spiritual law that states no one can give you what you cannot give yourself. You are enough. Your spirit was imbued with everything you need to thrive in life. The fruit of the spirit, faith, love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, brings fulfillment to our lives when we hone them daily. So if we are not aware that we have everything we need and that we are enough, we feel unfulfilled and we go outside of ourselves seeking fulfillment, which only puts us in a constant cycle of seeking fulfillment, which eventually leads to addictions and we survive in life through fear-based attachments until we are made aware that we must end the cycle, we must heal in order to have fulfillment. When we feel fulfilled, we are at peace, we are thriving in life, we are able to hone our joy, we are growing and our awareness, awareness is increasing as we are evolving daily. And we're able to accept God's unconditional love for us. At my lowest point, I didn't know that God loved me. I didn't know that if I prayed, God would hear my prayer. In my blog post and even in previous episodes of my podcast, I have shared that as a little girl, I had this one prayer request that God never answered. And because God never answered it, I felt like prayer didn't work for me. Even though I grew up in church and I would hear testimony after testimony of how God came through for others. He answered their prayers. He gave them the miracle that they needed. And here I am doing what I was taught to do, even what my mom would tell me to do about everything. Pray about it. And I'm praying, praying, praying. And God never answered that prayer. And so... I didn't think God heard me. I didn't think that God loved me. And it wasn't until I reached adulthood and I was in this low place. And I was desperate to get out of it that I tried prayer. And my prayer was that God would allow me to die in my sleep. Because I thought that was the only way that I could escape this pain. And when I had that dream of my daughter, and when I heard God, clear as you hear my voice in your ear, ask me if I wanted him to answer my prayer. And I said no. And I asked God to help me get out of this situation and to help me with this pain so I wouldn't be in pain anymore. That's when I began to genuinely feel that God loved me. That's when I began to see God's hand in my life helping me because I asked. And that's when I began to become aware that God did hear me and God does hear me. And so I began, began to develop a relationship with the uncreated God within my healing journey. And it was then that I was able to accept God's unconditional love for me. Even though I grew up in church and I knew God through the experiences of others, I didn't know God for myself. And my healing journey was the turning point in all of that. I began to pray daily. And it was by simply talking to God that I began to see and feel and understand and become aware that God loved me unconditionally right where I was. And he loved me enough to walk with me every step of the way to aligning with my true self. And through accepting God's unconditional love for me, I was able to give unconditional love because my heart was free to do so. And that's the same thing that God will do for you. Number three, you should heal so that you're able to identify the generational curses you are operating in 
through non-productive patterns and unhealthy cycles that you learned throughout your childhood so that when you become a parent, your children don't have to heal from being with you. A generational curse is not necessarily something that is taught. It's something that we are surviving in from generation to generation. It's passed from parent to child. And when that child becomes a parent, they pass it down to their children and their children pass it down to their children from generation to generation. And it's not until a generation is aware, one person becomes aware that this is a generational curse and they're able to identify the generational curse, whether it's poverty, whether it is broken family lines, whether it is addictions to drugs, alcohol, abuse, whether it is lack of education, incarceration, whatever the generational curse is, when, it, when one person within the generation or a few people within the generation become aware that the generational curse exists, they're able to make the conscious decision to heal. And in doing their healing work by uprooting the emotional blockages, by stopping the non-productive cycles and unhealthy patterns simply by their awareness that they exist and doing the work to transform their minds. There's a scripture in the Bible that shares, it's through the renewal of our minds that our lives are transformed. And so when we're able to see ourselves differently from what we were taught that is not serving us in any capacity, when we're able to affirm the likeness of who we are through the lens of faith and through the lens of unconditional love and who God says we are, who God purposed for us to be, alive, well, prosperous, healthy, thriving, successful, blessed, when we are able to see ourselves in that way and affirm that over our lives, it changes our thought patterns and it also changes our attractions. Everything that enters our life first starts with a thought that is put into the atmosphere. And depending on the basis of the thought, whether it is negative or positive or indifferent, that's what we attract to our lives because we can only attract to our lives what is within us. And so if we are attracting the righteousness of who God says we are, if we are thriving in the fullness of our true selves, if we are doing our healing work, is sending positive vibes and positive thoughts about what we desire and who we know ourselves to be to the atmosphere of abundance. And it changes our attractions. And that's what we begin to attract to our lives. And that's what we begin to see manifesting in the form of healthy relationships, prosperity, success within business, success within our relationship, a stronger relationship with God, a stronger relationship with ourselves, a stronger relationship with self-care. And it begins to dissolve those generational curses and turn them into generational blessings. And that's what is passed down to the generations. When we are in pain, no matter how much we try to hide it, if we do not make the conscious decision to heal, we pass some of that pain down, or in some cases, all of that pain down to our children. And that can come in the form of hatred of men or hatred of women, getting involved in criminal activity, the lack to want to grow intellectually, having a poverty mindset, having low self-esteem, 
no will to live or even thrive in life, a loveless existence, not knowing who we are. We pass that down to our children and they grow up with these thoughts and these feelings and these vibrations. And that's how they see themselves. And they begin to develop their own lives and all of those vibrations they begin to survive within non-productive patterns and unhealthy cycles within their own adult life and they start their own families or enter relationships with that mindset. And so it's not until they are introduced to healing that they're able to make a conscious decision whether or not they want to heal and forgive their past and everyone in it or to remain in the cycles and patterns that they have been in. As children, we are not responsible for what happened to us. But when we reach adulthood, we are responsible for healing the trauma so that we're able to forgive, heal, grow, evolve, and thrive. Reason number four why we should heal so that we're able to have the life tools and divine power to thrive from a place of faith versus surviving in a fear-based existence. As I shared earlier, the foundation of every relationship, and this includes our relationship with ourselves, is unconditional love. And love is patient, it is kind, it does not demand its own way. It does not rejoice in times of injustice. It accepts you as you are. And it also empowers you to make the conscious decision to establish healthy boundaries as well as uphold them for the highest good of your life. And to make the decision to remain in a relationship or to understand it has served its season within your life and it's time to release it, to make room for what you truly desire and need on a heart level. The one thing everyone must understand about love is true love is unconditional and to know the uncreated God is to know love. And so many times people love from a place of fear. And their experience of love is what they know love to be. And in some cases, love may be identified as a fist fight, abusing their significant other whether it's physically, verbally, mentally, that's what they may know as love because that's what they saw growing up from the people that they loved and the people that said they loved them. And so that's their perception of love. But true unconditional love does not hurt you. It's the people who don't have the skills to be in healthy relationships and the people who don't have the true, pure, unconditional experience of love will tell you love hurts, but love does not hurt. Love heals. And so when you are aware enough that you're ready to live life from a faith-based existence, you are able to make the decision to heal. A healer, true purpose is to awaken within you your ability to align with 100% wholeness. And their responsibility is to guide and support you in doing that by giving you life applicable tools to align with your true self.
Those tools can include affirmations, the ability to guide you to get in touch with your emotions so that you're able to feel. One of the responses to trauma and pain is numbness. If you suppress the pain and the trauma, you can't feel it. And that's a deadly cycle to existence because when you become numb, you're unable to feel. And when pain is present in your life, it hurts you, but you're not aware that it's hurting you. And because pain can come in different forms, it's naturally stripping away the pure essence of who you are on every level, spiritually, emotionally, on a heart level, mentally, and on a soul level. And the longer you remain numb, the deeper your emotional blockages become and the less you are aware of the severity of your pain and trauma. And so it's so important that you answer your soul's cry to heal. Your spirit, which is the truest form of who you are, knows everything about you. And your soul, which is the immortal part of you that houses your free will, your emotions, and your spirit. Everything we experience in life flows through our heart. Every part of us is connected. And so your spirit can get so heavy with the trauma and the pain your heart can be filled with emotional blockages and your soul will begin to urge you to begin your healing journey so that you are able to go from surviving this life to thriving in the fullness of your true self by simply making the decision to heal and consistently doing your healing work. The life tools you receive during your healing journey are tools that you're able to use from day one along the remainder of your life's journey to help you continue to grow, evolve, and to continue to heal. Once you make the conscious decision to begin your healing journey, you stay on it for the remainder of your life. You just enter different phases of your healing. So you have the beginning phase and then you get into the heart of your healing journey. And the last phase of your healing journey is living your divine purpose because you have remembered what it is. Your divine purpose is not something that you discover or you just fall into, but it's something that you remember because it was given to you before your conception. So using your healing tools daily to thrive from a place of abundance in every aspect of your life, family, relationship, financial, career, education, your relationship with the uncreated God, fun and recreation, your health and wellness, and within your relationship with yourself. When you're using your healing tools consistently and you're making a conscious decision to affirm who you are daily, that's when you'll notice you're, you're beginning to thrive from a place of abundance in every aspect of your life, not just a few aspects of your life. Reason number five, you want to heal so that you're able to own the fullness of who you are. So that you're able to take intentional steps to remembering your divine purpose. So I just spoke about this uh, within the last one. Your divine purpose, a lot of people think of it as something that you discover during your lifetime, but it's actually something that you remember because it's given to you 
before your conception. If you think about what you wanted to be as a little girl or a little boy, it's usually so closely related to your divine purpose. And a lot of times people don't remember what their purpose is until they have lived through many life-changing experiences. Our experiences are sent to us to teach us about ourselves, to prepare us for our purpose, and to prepare us for where we are going. So without our experiences, we wouldn't grow. And we wouldn't learn about who we are and about others in the world around us. And our experiences help us to get to know who God is on a deeper level. The more we consistently do our healing work and we're aligning with our true selves, the more we are able to understand the purpose of every experience that we have lived through, no matter what the basis of it is, whether we see it as positive, negative, or indifferent, painful, traumatic, no matter how we perceived it, we'll understand what the basis of it is. We'll understand what we need to heal within the experience that has altered our perception of who we are and how we see ourselves and others in the world around us and how we function within relationship so that we're not just surviving in life, but we're thriving and we're able to heal the foundation of our relationship, starting with our relationship with ourselves. Our most important relationship will always be our relationship with ourselves. So when we're able to do the work to heal the foundation of our relationship with ourselves, and it changes from a fear-based existence to a faith-filled existence. And we're able to receive unconditional love freely and to give unconditional love freely with purpose, within healthy boundaries. We'll be more cognizant of the purpose of our experiences and we'll understand their why. There have been so many times, especially during the beginning phases of my healing journey when I was doing my healing work, that I asked God why he allowed me to marry the man that I was married to and why he allowed me to stay so long within the marriage. And that's when God began to give me clarity about my life purpose and my life's journey and how every experience, no matter how painful and traumatic it was, was divinely orchestrated to give me the tools I needed to thrive within my divine purpose, to help others heal, so that I wouldn't just be empathizing, but I could have the genuine life experience to understand, as well as affirm, I know exactly where you are because I've been there myself and I'm a living testament that you too can overcome this, that you too can heal from this, that you too can begin to thrive from a place of unconditional love, that your heart will heal, that you can have your heart's desires, your true heart's desires. Nothing is impossible. When I began my healing journey, God told me my purpose was to help others heal and that I was a healer. And in being a healer, that didn't mean that people would come to me for me to heal them, but that I would be instrumental in guiding and supporting them in awakening their own innate ability to heal. And they too would be able to thrive from a place of unconditional love within that will only benefit everyone attached to them simply from the overflow. And so when I started 
my ministry, my solace place. I started off blogging. I, I truly thought that was the extent of my ministry. Through blogging and my healing work, it was therapeutic for me. And when God began to reveal to me, there was so much more within my ministry of healing. And just to see where I am today, I appreciate every experience that was sent to me and that I lived through. And I most appreciate that I learned the lesson that each experience was sent to teach me. Because until you learn the lesson your experiences were sent to teach you, the experience will continue to present. It may not be within the same place, relationship, with the same person, or even within the same mindset, but it will present repeatedly until you learn the lesson it was sent to teach you. The last phase of your healing journey is remembering your divine purpose. Your purpose is what you are, what you do, and what you have to be of service to others. In being of service to others, you are able to be a blessing to them, as well as be a blessing to yourself. Living my purpose not only blesses others, but it blesses my life too. Every day I make the conscious decision to continue on my healing journey, to continue to grow and evolve so that I'm able to thrive in the fullness of who Danielle is, in the fullness of my ministry of healing. Little by little, God reveals our purpose and his great plan for our lives. One of the scriptures that is foundational for my ministry is Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. When I started my ministry, which also is my nonprofit organization, I didn't know that God had a great plan for my life. And it was as a result of me doing my healing work and developing a relationship with God that I understood how much God absolutely loved me and that his promises for our lives are always yes and amen. God is not like man. He does not lie. And so whatever God says in his word, his promises over our lives to love us, to be with us, to protect us, to answer us, to be our peace, to provide for us, all of those promises are yes and amen. And they always manifest in the divine right timing of our lives. And so understanding and trusting God will always be who he says he is. And his promises will always be fulfilled in our lives. When I discovered that scripture, I established it as the foundation of my ministry and nonprofit organization as a daily reminder of how much God loves us and cares for us. So my takeaways on finding me and the five reasons to heal is as cliche as the saying to know me is to love me is, is so true. When you know who you are, you are able to accept all of who you are, your experiences, all of your experiences. 
and you're able to learn the lesson they were sent to teach you so that you're able to thrive from a place of gratitude. You'll be thankful for the lesson within the experience. You won't necessarily be thankful for the experience because a lot of times the experiences that are sent to teach us something about ourselves and to prepare us for what we ask for and where we're going, to prepare us for our purpose, are very traumatic, they're very painful. Nobody in their right mind wants to experience pain. It doesn't feel good, it doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't put you in a good headspace, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or on a hard level. But when we are able to stop focusing on the experience itself and we're able to look deep inside the experience to understand and to be aware of why the experience was sent to you and what you need to learn from it, you're able to retain the lesson and you're able to learn from it and grow from it. And you're able to see how it is preparing you. And you're also able to thrive from a place of gratitude. You're able to find something within the experience itself to be grateful for. So you're not grateful for the experience, but you're grateful for something within it. And that helps you to maintain a level of peace that will surpass all understanding. So you could be going through what may seem like the worst experience of your life, but because you have made the conscious decision to be grateful within the circumstances of the situation and the experience, you're able to focus on your peace and you're able to see God's hand within the situation and God's unconditional love covering you, comforting you, leading and guiding you. Knowing who you are empowers you to establish healthy boundaries for the highest good of your life and also to uphold those boundaries no matter what the situation is or who it is. And you'll also understand if upholding your healthy boundaries, your healing and your growth and your evolution causes you to lose some things, some people, some relationships, then it's absolutely necessary. And you have clarity and a peace in knowing Whatever leaves your life has served its season. It is not something that you need to chase or go back to retrieve so that it could be a part of your life just because it was familiar and comfortable. But you'll understand, even if you have to be alone for a season of your life, not knowing how long the season will last because in the spirit realm, God does not operate on a timetable like we do here on earth. Time was created by man as a check and balance system, basically. But God doesn't operate on a timetable. God can cause something to manifest for us or happen for us as quickly as you are able to snap your fingers or a season may last a few weeks, months, or even years. And it all depends on the circumstances within the season. Are you learning the lessons that your experiences are sent to teach you? Are you prepared and are you ready? All of those are factors in determining how long your season will last. So when you are cognizant of the fact that when a season is over, you're able to release Whatever is no longer serving you within that season, no matter what it is, a relationship, a job, a person, material things, 
you also understand that you are making room for your true heart's desires. God said he will give us the desires of our heart. And when God gives us the desires of our heart, he doesn't just give us what we desire. He always goes above and beyond anything we can think, imagine. And it's always something so much better. We just have to have faith and trust God in the process. My second takeaway is the understanding that healing is vital to our existence and vital to us thriving in the fullness of every aspect of our lives and within the most important relationship that we will ever have, which is our relationship with ourselves. But as long as you stay committed to your healing work, God will help you. He will be with you to remind you why you made the conscious decision to begin your healing journey in the first place. And you will also begin to see how much you have grown within your healing and through the work that you have done, which will be an encouragement within itself. My third takeaway is healing is also vital to our heart. When we're able to accept the unconditional love of God, we're also accepting the application of healing. Healing is not something that you can do in your own power. You are able to take the necessary steps to do your work, but there will also come a time within your healing work that you need the help of God. And part of your healing is developing a relationship with the uncreated God, which has nothing to do with religion. So if you notice, when I refer to God, I always specify the uncreated God because there is only one uncreated God, but there are many other gods and there are many religions. And God does not have anything to do with religion. And a relationship with God does not have anything to do with religion. Religion is man-made. The uncreated God is unconditional love. So when we make the decision to heal and we make a commitment to do our healing work, to align with our true self and to be 100% whole, we must make a conscious decision to begin to develop a relationship with the uncreated God because in doing so, we begin to learn about his qualities and who he is, which will help us to also get to know ourselves. And in getting to know God, we develop a trust for who he is and who he says he is in his word. And we're able to accept his promises over our lives and to trust that whatever he says he will do, he will do it without fail. And once we are able to trust God with an unwavering faith, we're also able to accept his unconditional love for us. And in accepting his unconditional love, we are accepting the whole of who we are. When we're able to do that, we're able to see ourselves and our life's journey in a whole new light. We're able to accept every single one of the experiences attached to it. I didn't know who God was prior to beginning my healing journey. I didn't even know that God loved me. And the more I did my healing work, the more I worked on building a relationship with God, which simply started off with praying, talking to God from my heart. I didn't have any fancy words to use. I didn't even have any Bible verses to quote. But I just talked to God from my heart exactly as I was in that space. And that's all that God asks us to do, come to him as we are. The more we develop a relationship and trust him, we're able to accept his unconditional love for us which heals our heart and turns it to flesh. And we're able to accept that God has a great plan for our lives and he wants the absolute best for us. He wants us to be well. He wants us to prosper in every aspect of our lives. And he wants to give us the heart's, our heart's desires and he wants us to thrive. And we'll want that for ourselves as well because our perspectives will change and our, as our minds are renewed, as we begin to affirm who we are and apply that same unconditional love to our lives.
so that we're able to love ourselves unconditionally through self-love. And in turn, we're able to give love freely within healthy boundaries. I pray this episode has been a blessing to you. Because one of the things for the year 2022 is healing, I've been very intentional about featuring one of my life coaching slash mentoring sessions each month. And so for the month of April, I am featuring the healing set entitled Finding Me. And this set of sessions benefits the one who wants to understand him or herself more because you feel you have lost yourself and simply surviving life or you feel you have never known who you are or you have reached a point in your life where you don't know if you're going or coming. Most days you feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster and you just feel like you're stuck, like you're at a crossroads in your life and you know you need to do something, but you're not sure what it is. You're not sure what's really going on, but you need a change. This set of sessions is for you. I designed this set of sessions to lay a foundation that will guide and support you in rediscovering your sense of self to help you do the work to forgive your past as you understand your emotions and embrace your experiences, grieve your past that and that which has been lost. They will also help you to increase your awareness about love and the vital role it holds in your healthy existence in the earth. They will help you in honing your joy and identifying unhealthy patterns and non-productive cycles that you have been living through. They'll help you be aware of your peace place, which is within you, and teach you how to maintain it. You'll have an increased awareness concerning the thoughts that occupy your mind and have clarity to be able to make decisions and begin moving forward with confidence in your life. They'll help you thrive in the present. Finding Me is a total of 12 sessions and upon successful completion of these sessions, if you're doing your work consistently and diligently, you'll have a deeper understanding of how your perception of your life's experiences have shaped your self-image and affected how you process your emotions. And you'll also have the necessary life tools to own the total essence of who you are and be well as you begin to thrive in every aspect of your life through the daily renewal of your mind. I mentor from a place of light, unconditional love and truth, and I support you as much as you desire to be supported during your sessions. And so if what I shared speaks directly to you where you are, I encourage you to begin your healing journey with this set of sessions, Finding Me. To get started, what you'll need to do is go to my website, mysolaceplace.org. You want to click on the My Healing tab at the top of the page, and you'll scroll down until you see Finding Me. You'll click on the title, and it will take you to the reservation request form. You'll need to fill the form out in its entirety. And if you include the promo code BALANCE2022 in the memo section, of your reservation request, you'll receive $250 off of your total investment amount. The promo code is BALANCE2022, and you'll need to include that in the memo section of the reservation request to receive $250 off of your investment amount. Once you fill the form out in its entirety, please make sure your information is correct, and then you wanna click Submit, and I will contact you within 48 hours with your next steps. I want to pray for you. Dear God, I pray for those secretly suffering in silence from the pain of their past, that they come to know the power of forgiveness through their willful surrender to the process and their faith in you. I pray for those paralyzed by the fear of abandonment and rejection, that they come to know the peace of God and embrace the power of unconditional love. I pray for those imprisoned by the walls of shame, embarrassment, their emotional blockages, that they heal 
to complete wholeness in every area of their life and step into their divine power. This I pray in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I pray that something I said during this episode ministers to the heart of your spirit and touches your soul in a way that is urging you to take intentional steps to heal from the pain of your past so that you're able to thrive in the fullness of who God created you to be in the earth as you align with your true self and remember your divine purpose for existence. If you're not already doing so, be sure to follow me on social media at My Solace Place, that's M-Y-S-O-L-A-C-E-P-L-A-C-E. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I post content to encourage, inspire, and uplift you daily along your life's journey. And also be sure to subscribe to my podcast and tell a friend. Until next time, my loves, healing light and love to you. Peace.